Jake Warner was at the control. So sit back, relax, and check this joint out right here. Jake! Yo! Okay, here we go. So good to be back. This podcast is for the people. No, nobody knows who I am. Jake! Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Ready to talk a bunch of nonsense with you. I can't stand them. It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Yo, what's good, y'all? It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. I am your host, Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner. My government name. Welcome to the show. You can listen to the show on SoundCloud.com slash the Big Brother Jake Podcast. You can go to iTunes or Google Play or Spotify or tune in. Type in the keyword search, the Big Brother Jake Podcast, and boom, you're in there. So, how was your week? <laughs> How was your Valentine's Day? Mine, you ask? Sure, I'll, I'll share it with you. I went to work, and I came home, and that was it. <laughs> I think I've done, I believe this is my 60th episode of the Big Brother Jake podcast, and I think I actually struck the biggest nerve I've ever struck in the history of this podcast. I will say some things that will shock you. I will say some things that will make you go, huh? And I may say some things that just won't move you either way. (laughs) But I'll say this. I'll start with this. A majority of my listeners, and we're on in 50 countries, 50 countries, worldwide, we're heard worldwide, okay? And I think a majority, mainly because, We celebrate Valentine's Day in the United States more than anywhere else, unless I'm ignorant to the fact I might be. I didn't do my homework on that. I'll be honest. A majority of the listeners in the United States agree with my stance. I will not change my stance on Valentine's Day. I will not change my mind on how I feel about it. However, I think I was a little, a lot, obnoxious on my last episode. I do something I don't always do normally, but I had a little time and I was able to sit in traffic like every Angelino that goes to work. And I said, you know what? Let me pop on the Valentine's Day episode of the Big Brother Jake podcast. And I figured, hmm. I should do that. And what prompted that was a lot of the responses I got. Now, a lot of them, females, women, said, oh, that was funny. Um, I agree. I don't need a day to celebrate. I don't need this. I don't need that. Um, It was funny. Dudes, every dude but one, and I won't name him, (laughs) but every dude that hit me back but one said, bro, (laughs) like, I actually do like Valentine's Day, and I do spoil my lady every day, and I just like to do it a little extra on that day, so, you know, why are you you crapping all over me for it? Why are you making me feel bad about it? And then I got to thinking about it, I'm like, man, okay, well, there's one, but I'm sure there's more than one that that actually feels that way. So, I listened to the episode, and yes, my stance is very strong on that day. Um, but some of the responses were, wow, Jake, who hurt you? Like, who hurt you for real? 
um, I'd like to meet the person to do that. And, and, and for the record, I'll, I'll, I'll state it so I don't want anyone to think anything else. I felt that way before I was married. Even, you know, when I was a, a bachelor back in the 90s, um, when I was, you know, an adult and I was traveling all over the world in the Navy and doing all those things. So for the record, I have always felt that way about Valentine's Day. You know, when you're a kid and you're uh, in class and you get the little Valentines, it's pretty cool to experience that. You know, it just goes to show that there's people that actually like you even though it's required. But if you have that, that one girl that sends you a Valentine and she might write a little something, something on there extra more than the printed whatever, and they just put thanks, comma, Amy or whoever the hell it is, it's pretty cool. So no... I wasn't hurt as a child for th- or Thanksgiving. I'm hungry as I record this. Valentine's Day, I was not hurt uh, as a child. And I wasn't traumatized because so-and-so didn't like me or whatever. Look, I've been friend-zoned. I probably own the title of friend-zoned at Pacific High School in San Bernardino, California. Class of 94, shout out, okay? Showing my age. I don't care. I'm old. But I hold the record for being friend-zoned. But that's not the reason I don't like Valentine's Day. And that was brought up in an email saying, oh, man, you know, who hurt you? You must not got liked in high school. Yeah, that's, that's an accurate statement. But not the reason why I don't, you know, like the holiday. So another response is, damn, you know, like, don't ruin it for us, you know, men and women that actually like it. You just sound bitter. You sound like you've been hurt. And, you know, a lot of it is who hurt you? Who hurt you? You've been hurt. I actually got a couple that said, hey, maybe I could change your mind. That was pretty dope. I was not expecting those responses. But, yes, I got those too. (laughs) And I was flattered. But I'll say this, okay? Listen, as dope as that was, I'm not changing my stance on it. But if you want to go for a cup of coffee or something let me know anyways but what i'm saying is this it's pretty cool that people want to change my mind it's also cool that people took a stance against me you know look if you're liked by everybody you're doing something wrong I and mean, i even posted that meme the other day i don't want everybody to be like yes men to me i want people and i've had several people close to me with every single episode i've done of this podcast critique it and I love it, good or bad. Mainly the bad because I know exactly what I could do to fix it or gauge how I sound to people. But people close to me, a lot of them liked what I was doing. And yes, y'all gonna understand something. Like a lot of people know me, you know, personally when they listen to this podcast. And they're like, well, Jake, man, like they, I'm not saying I have a fake persona. Part of the allure of my podcast, if you will, look at that, man, University of Laverne, <laughs> look at me sounding all fancy. Listen, the allure of the Big Brother Jake podcast is I'm myself. I'm not, you know, I may not have said a lot of things, especially when I did this podcast as a married man. I protected a lot of things within my own personal family. Um, I'm an open book. I don't mind talking about anything, you know, because somebody might benefit from an experience that I've had, and I'm always willing to share what I believe, you know, is whatever that's going on in my life. I might be able to help you. 
But I'm I'm everywhere right now. I know that, and I'm I, I'm going somewhere. So stick with me. Hold on tight to the handlebars. You know we're going for a ride here, or the steering wheel, or whatever the little thing that you hang. You know on in the car, whatever. Here I go, shiny squirrel. Listen. So. I was friend zone a lot. People thought I was hurt. People thought I was angry. People that are close to me listen and say, man, Jake, you know, um, why are you acting like that? I, I'm always myself when I do the podcast, but, you know, you got to entertain people. So if I'm on this microphone and I'm like, yeah, so um, I know like um, Valentine's Day and tomorrow I got to go shopping for um, groceries. Gotta go to the cleaners, like, but no one's gonna listen to that. It's boring. No one's gonna listen to that. So, yes, do I get a little amped up when I talk about certain things? Absolutely. That's the point of being on a podcast. That's what I'm talking about. You gotta be a little entertaining. But in my stance of Valentine's Day, I may have gotten a little, a lot, carried away with how I reacted to it. There's a lot of people out there that don't like it, but there is a lot of people that do like it. And as I listen, I'm driving into downtown Los Angeles, headed to Beverly Hills for the main, you know, nine to five. I listen back to it. I'm proud of my stance. (laughs) I'm very proud of my stance. But for those that like Valentine's Day, I will say something I've never said before on this airwaves, my platform. I apologize for being kind of an asshole. (laughs) Straight up. Listen, you can get your point across without being condescending. You can get your point across without being rude. And I think that was the major tone of the podcast was me being condescending and rude. And listening back, oh, I like this day. And, you know, doing my dumbass voices that I do. Yeah, you know. It could be a little condescending because there are people that do love their man or woman, husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, spouse, you know, significant other. There are people that do love their loved ones Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Every day they treat them like a king or queen. There are people out there that do that on a daily basis that just happen to love Valentine's Day because of the theme and celebrating love. Being in love, celebrating love. So to that point of my last podcast, I was not trying to be a punk (laughs) to people or come off as, you know, I was hard on the fellas because, look, ladies, listen. Fellas, we procrastinate. And if you're going to do something for your lady, Don't, and I repeat it, do not do it half-assed. That's my point of St. Valentine's Day. Like, they guilt us into getting cards, and they guilt us into doing the dinners and and the engagements and all the fancy stuff, but guys procrastinate. They do it on anniversaries, too. They do. So there are people that genuinely love the day, and I actually more than one guy has hit me up about it. And another homeboy he was like, yo, man, um, I know your stance on this, but uh, you know, you know I love my queen. I'm like, I know, bro, I know I get it. He's like, but listen, bro, like, you you were out of pocket. Like, it's okay if a dude likes Valentine's Day. 
which maybe I came across as as a dude you shouldn't. And if I did, I apologize for that. This is my Mia Copa to all you lovers out there. All right. Myself, I was a very romantic catering person to my spouse. And I made sure every day was like Valentine's Day as best as I could. My point is, I don't need a card company or the jewelry industry or the restaurant industry to guilt me into loving my loved one. And that was my only point about Valentine's Day. But the way I delivered it, yes, was very obnoxious. I will be the first to admit it. But I was entertained by it because I was laughing. And I don't usually laugh at my own jokes. Well, okay, if you listen to the podcast, I I crack myself up sometimes. But I was listening back, and I was like, damn, that was funny. But damn, who hurt him? Who hurt him? No one hurt me. Look, if that's your thing, do it. And I'm not going to do next year of, oh, anti-Valentine's Day. I might just come out about, you know, spring training, (laughs) which we're going to hit on that. Next segment. I'm going to talk a little sports next segment. So if you don't want to hear sports, you can fast forward. But um, I would advise against that because, I, you know, and I noticed a lot of things like ladies love sports, like Dodger, like baseball. And I'm not saying, oh, ladies like sports. That's weird. No, I know ladies love sports. I'm not stupid. I worked in the sports entertainment industry for over 20 years, you know, um, but when spring training comes, I, I go on my social media and the women are like hyped about it. Like women love football. Women love all sports. But I think football and baseball are the two sports I noticed were, and I might, man, I might be digging a hole I, I, I need to dig myself out of right now. I just watched the Kevin Hart special and him doing the whole thing with the Oscars and his old tweets. I, I, you know, I don't want to get into controversy. I will avoid it if I can, but if it gets me more hits on my uh, podcast, I don't mind it. But, yo, we're going to hit on, you know, spring training and baseball and, you know, a certain team in particular. And you probably know where I'm going with this, but I don't even know where I'm going with it right now. <laughs> but listen, if you love the day, celebrate it. I apologize if I came off condescending. That's the only thing I'm apologizing for. I'm not apologizing for my stance on it. I don't like it. I will treat a queen like a queen every day of the week and twice on Sunday. That will happen. You'll get the royal treatment from me. Because if I got you and you're with me, you're going to you're going to know that you're loved, and I'm going to make sure you don't get away. That's just how I am. I can only speak for me. But if your lady likes Patrick, St. Patrick's Day, and oh, I'm sorry, St. Valentine's Day, half Irish. If your lady likes St. Pa- Valentine's Day, and you like St. Valentine's Day, kudos to you. I shouldn't tell you how to celebrate it. I shouldn't tell you how to do it. That's not, I, who am I to judge, Okay. So being condescending and being a jerk regarding that day, yeah, I apologize for that. But I do not apologize for my stance on it. And I think it's a stupid day. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's just not a day I should I, I choose to celebrate. Um, so know that. Potential ladies out there, you're going to be treated as if it's St. Valentine's Day every day. But that's not even up for a subject right now or talking I just want to say this. 
And I'll wrap this up, put in a nice bow. If that's your thing, celebrate it. Love each other, love each other extra on Valentine's Day if that's what you do. I apologize for being very um, condescending. That was not who I am, and I was probably half asleep when I did the podcast, So, or I was just being obnoxious. I'm not going to make excuses about it. So for that, I apologize, and um, forgive me, please. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I came across as kind of crass, rude, and um, that's not who Pamela Jean Bradley raised. She raised a strong young man to be good to women, um, catering, kind, and listening, you know, like, attentive, and that's who I am, and that's who I will always be, and because I feel a certain way about a Hallmark holiday, it should not rub off on other people, and I actually did get one um, email Stating, um, you know, don't influence my husband to what he hates that day. You know, he does spoil me on that day and every day, but that day in particular, you know, so don't encourage him. I'm like, well, look, if I can influence and encourage somebody that easily, that's not my problem. I'm just spitting on a platform, spitting into this microphone and, and saying my piece about it. You know, you do have to accept responsibility for some of the things you say. The thing I will accept responsibility for is being a jerk. I'm not going to apologize if somebody's influenced by anything I say. Because most of the time, my hashtag fake philosopher is to inspire and to encourage people to be positive and live your life, live your best life. Okay? I will encourage that much. But I'm not taking responsibility if somebody changes. Even if it's for good, I can't take responsibility. You know, I'll, I'll hold your hand and lead you to water. If you want to drink it, that's up to you. But I'm not saying, you should hate this holiday. Follow me. Listen to what I have to say about it. No, that's not what I'm doing. That's not what I'm trying to do. It's just me venting. If you do it, that's your thing, not mine. So I think we, you know, came to an agreement now that I've done my mea culpa and my apologies for being condescending. And that my stance is strong. So I hope y'all had a very good Valentine's Day. And if you didn't, not my fault. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Yo, what up? Yeah, Dodge your blue, baby. Hey, yo, Felly. How do you kill a bird with a bat? <laughs> we ain't tripping off no cardinals, no red socks, no A's, no tigers. All right, so no more of that. We're done. Probably forever. I will not bring it up again unless something crazy on that day happens. So this is the time of year where I get a little sad because for two glorious seasons in early 2000s, I was an audio engineer for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And I was more than just an employee of the team, the radio broadcast. I am a die-hard Dodger fan. Love the Dodgers. Favorite baseball team. I'm probably the best out of any sport I love. I love basketball the most, okay? Wasn't really good at it. Football, wasn't really good at it. Baseball, I can play pretty 
decent baseball. And I could hit opposite field. I could hit for power, hit for average. And I was a catcher and right fielder, all right? Not good at – I wasn't great at it. But when I had a chance, you know, I would I – would anyways, who cares about my, my glory days? I'm a Dodger fan. First and foremost, blessed to work with that team. Really get nostalgic around this time of year when we used to go down to Vero Beach. Now they're out of um, out of Arizona now, Saddleback Ranch. And uh, I I would be lying if I said I don't miss it. I miss the hell out of working that daily grind of baseball, you know, flying every other week, different ballparks, being at Dodger Stadium every single day. I miss it. I miss it dearly. I loved doing it. And there, you know, there's reasons why I'm not, but it would have been my 16th season if I stayed. And I won't get into that right now because then it's just going to bring up a whole other emotion I don't want to deal with right now. And if you want to know, ask me off the air. Anyways, it's 2020, and we are three uh, going to be three years removed from the 2017 World Series. And yes, I spent a whole episode on the... Houston asterisks, I will not call them by their name. I spent the whole episode on it, and I'm only going to spend a segment on this. And I'm a, there's a reason why. Rob Manfred, the new commissioner, or well, he's been there for a couple of years, re- replaced Bud Sealing as a commissioner of Major League Baseball. He. <laughs> He's made a whole mess of this whole thing. And I'm going to tell you why. It's definitely been established that the Astro, I'm sorry, asterisks have been cheating. Have cheated, and it was an elaborate scheme. Yes, all teams try to steal signs, but that's within the lines of baseball during the game. That's like the little unwritten rules they have in baseball, where, you know, certain ways of cheating is accepted, but, you know, when you go all elaborate with, Band-Aid buzzers and all this other stuff and you don't want to show off ugly tattoos or whatever. (laughs) You know, I, I can get into that. But, you know, when it's elaborate, it's wrong. And look, a lot of people from Houston that I'm friends with say, man, you sound really bitter. You need to change your ways. You need to do this. You need to let it go, bro. You need to be like frozen and let it go. Well, listen here, man. This is why I have kept kept it going. Kept, I keep talking about it. I can't stop thinking about it. It just seemed rare that you, Darvish, did so well in the regular season and just so happened to get lit up. Yeah, maybe he wasn't good two days in a row or two outings in a row. Okay, that's possible. And I'm a little bitter about it still. I can't help it. It just didn't seem right then. It still doesn't seem right now. And yes, like Dave Roberts, he's addressed the Dodgers and said, everybody, let's move on from it. Let's win the World Series this year. And we'll move on from it. And that's the attitude I think most Dodger fans will take because us Dodger fans are going to follow the skipper. And, and and I got ties to Dave Roberts, just little ones, because I was with the Dodgers when he was a player. I was in the clubhouse when he got traded to the Red Sox. So I was the first person he talked to after the fact. 
So, and, and it's facts. I'm not even lying about this. I got witnesses and people that can back up my story. It's really deep to me. It's deeper than most. It's deeper to me than most. Because I used to see some of these cats in and out. I see what a baseball team goes through when they're in the air flying and getting treatments just so they could be on the field. And if they're not up to snuff, then you got a guy that's double my size about, I could hit that ball. How come you couldn't catch that ball? I could have caught it. Your fat ass couldn't have done nothing, so shut up. But these guys play every day, and they put their heart into it. Justin Turner was absolutely correct when he blasted the commissioner. Because it's not just a piece of metal. And that's what Rob Manfred did. He was like, you know what? It's just a piece of metal. Why would I take it from them? It's just rings. Like, you know, and then the thing is, not one Astro is sympathetic about it. They're not apologetic. They don't show any kind of empathy. In their mind, you know, they're taking on the NWO role. You know, for you wrestling fans, that everybody goes rogue, goes bad guy. They want to be the bad guys of Major League Baseball now. They want to, you know, throw their middle fingers up like Tupac used to, you know, when cameras be on them. And they'll be like, you know what, we're the bad guys now. We don't care. We'll wear that hat. We'll wear the black hat. We'll be bad. But the thing is, there's no repercussion for what they did. They got immunity. They got immunity. So it's like, I listened to Dan Patrick the other day. I used to work with those guys a little bit. And Dan Patrick said it perfectly. It's like the Houston Astros robbed a bank, got to keep the money, and yes, they faced the backlash, but they still reaped the rewards of cheating the game. Now, here's where it gets tricky. And something will get done eventually. Baseball has a way of policing themselves. They have their own justice. Oh, you want to talk trash and hit a home run off my pitcher and watch it go out of the park and Cadillac it around the bases? You're going to get hit the next time you're up. They have their ways of policing themselves. The problem with everything that the Astros are doing, they're not showing any kind of you know, sympathy, empathy. They're not apologetic. They're lying. I mean, listen, your biggest moment in life you hit a home run to go to the World Series. Every player known to man has said, you can rip off my jersey. I don't give a damn. You rip off my pants. You, I'll be butt naked rounding them bases if I send my uh, team to the uh, World Series off a game-winning home run. But Altuve doesn't want to show that. Why? But comes out, changes his shirt. This is stuff we've already said already. We've rehashed it. I want to rehash it. But here's the problem. And Angel fans, I'm going to stick up for you. All right. Mike Trout, you know, he's quiet, unassuming, good looking Caucasian man. All right. Let's just be real about it. He is like the all American baseball player, the prototypical perfect baseball player. So much so that Major League Baseball has tried to make this guy the face of baseball, which is great. I love Mike Trout, I love the way he plays. I love his attitude. He's, you know, he's from Philly. He's a good kid. Dude can ball. I love Mike Trout. So let's not try to make this a racial thing. It's not. So don't even go there. That's the face of baseball. When you have the face of baseball saying, yeah, they cheated. This isn't right. I don't respect those guys. 
That's not the person you want talking about the game. The face of the game, you don't want him saying, commissioner messed up. You got people like Justin Turner. Yes, he's a Dodger, so I'm going to say it. Blasting the commissioner. It's his name on the trophy. It's just a piece of metal. Like some scrap from a scrap heap in a junkyard. Nick Markakis says every Astro deserves a beating. You got season ticket holders in Houston suing the team for being cheated and deprived and, you know, just like they've been lied to. Class action lawsuits. I see the ads on Facebook all the time where if you're a Dodger fan and you feel cheated, you should sue for class action. I mean, and the belly of the beast, Vegas. Think of all the money Vegas lost on the Dodgers because the game wasn't played the right way. See, people don't see these things when you cheated the game of baseball. They only see, oh, the team cheated and, you know, no. but dudes that got rocked. You know, pitchers that just got hit on and got pulled out the game early because they gave up six home runs or six runs in, in like a third of an inning and have not returned to the game, their livelihood's affected. They got to go back to, you know, doing what they do, normal jobs. They can't live their dream of baseball because they got sent down and some of them just never got back on the team again. The repercussions of what happened is what upsets me more now. And I got friends, Navy friends, that, that love the Astros, and they're like, get over it. Move on. Let's just stop talking about it. No, dude, there's going to be a domino effect. A domino effect is going to happen. And I'll be honest, and I'll say it right here on my podcast, right here. If the Dodgers did the same thing, I would blast them just as hard as I would the Houston Astros. I would. I'm not even lying about it. So I can't be a hypocrite. It's on record. If the Dodgers did the same thing, I would blast them just as hard. Honest to God, I would. I still love them, but I'll be disgusted with them. That's the thing. It's the repercussion. I'm moving on from this. And Dodger fans... You should move on from it. But here's the thing. Dodger fans are starting to move on from it. The rest of Major League Baseball has not moved on from it. Mike Judge is upset because he was cheated out of an MVP from Jose Altuve. A known cheater. A known cheater. Period. That is established. So the rest of Major League Baseball is catching up to how Dodger fans and the Dodger players feel. So this is going to be going on for a long time. I already know for a fact that a travel group that are Dodger fans have bought out the outfield, portions of the outfield, to harass the Astros. Yes, I have to say the name. They're going to retaliate by booing them and just being merciless on them. You don't think there's going to be some places where people are just going to be banging little um, fake uh, trash cans everywhere? You know, you got like Korea and all these guys like, you know, if you don't know the facts, shut the F up and all this stuff. You don't think you just added fuel to the fire? So this is what I think the commissioner needs to do. No Dodger, no real Dodger fan wants that fake ass championship. 
We don't want the ring like, oh, you know what? We want the title. Just name us the champion. No, we want to earn it on the field. We want to see them players popping champagne on the field, wearing World Series championship shirts, doing it the right way. I will spend a fortune to buy that gear too. Trust me. And a lot of people I know do the same thing. Facts. So the right thing to do, commissioner, have them vacate the title, take the rings, and punish anyone that had to do with that World Series for the rest of this year, the entire year. I'm not saying ban them for life, which some people would like that. Ban them for a year, give up picks, some kind of compensation to the teams they cheated. Suspend the players. Because I'm telling you right now, what's about to happen to the asterisks when they go city to city, town to town, especially in places like New York and Anaheim, they have no clue what's going to happen. It's going to be awful. And this is a bad look for Major League Baseball. The commissioner of the NFL Got it right. Roger Goodell was really looking bad when all these domestic violence suits were happening and arrests. And he didn't hide from it. He thought he could, but it just kept popping up every week. And he got he got it right. Adam Silver, NBA commissioner, his, his blemish is the whole thing with China and what happened there. But Adam Silver is progressive, and he does everything he can to make the game better, and he doesn't hide from anything. But Manfred, man, damn. <laughs> this isn't just, you know, oh, I cheated one game. This was an elaborate setup. And you're setting up the Astro players to be, man, repercussions are going to be nasty because this, the players in, in baseball police themselves. You're subjecting them to a lot of what's going to happen. Man, it's going to be bad for the game. It's going to be bad for those players. And then you want to say, oh, anybody that retaliates, uh, you know, it's going to be a stiffer fine or stiffer penalty. You don't think they'll call up some Joe Schmo from the minor leagues or AAA ball club to purposely throw at somebody, knowing he's not that great and send him right back down? You think that's not going to happen? That suspension isn't going to affect him. No one cares. Oh, you're going to see it city to city. Oh, man, you're going to see signs about the commissioner. You're going to have, like, people holding up fake World Series trophies saying, oh, it's just a hunk of junk. You got to fix it. If you don't fix this, it's going to get so out of hand that you'll be forced to do something mid-season and it's going to look even more raggedy than it is already. So take whatever advice you can, Mr. Manfred, and use it. Listen to your, peer, your peers. Listen to these ball players that aren't even on the Dodgers. They have no vested interest in the World Series, but they have vested interest in the game they love and their livelihood. You got to listen to what they're saying because if you don't, it's going to get really ugly really fast. Hello, everybody. You're listening to my daddy, Big Brother Jake. This is the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Bye, everybody. 
So yeah, as you can see, I'm ready for baseball. I love baseball, and I may not be quite over everything that happened just yet. I'm still more mad about Houston than I am Valentine's Day. So that's for sure. That's not going to change, all right? But let's stop talking about it. I just want to say right now that I truly appreciate everyone that's rocked with the Big Brother Jake podcast. Um, it's gone through some changes. I've gone through some changes. And it's been a lot of fun doing this. But I do get discouraged at times because, hey, look, if you're a podcaster, sometimes you feel like you're not t- reaching anyone or you're talking, not talking to anyone. And it, it gets hard, you know, trying to think of something to talk about to a wall every day. You know, I can only lean on my homie P-Dub for so many episodes or, you know, try to get celebrities in or rappers or whatever. But I do have uh, another hip-hop legend um, that wants to premiere their music on the Big Brother Jake podcast next week. I'm going to do an independent music spotlight. So if you know someone or you are a musician that wants to submit their music, please go to, um, you know, your favorite email outlet and send your MP3, MP3, please. Not a link because I will not click on it. I want it ready to go. So an MP3 with a bio of your band, your group, whoever you represent, and send that to the Big Brother Jake Podcast at gmail.com. I'm going to feature three to five artists next week. and uh, But one of them is somebody that's uh, made a major hit in hip-hop. And I was flattered when I got the DM uh, to do uh, pr- premiere their song on the Independent Music Spotlight. Um, I don't want to give it away yet, but I'm pretty hype about it. Uh, again, if you want to hear different episodes of the independent music spotlight it's there archived at soundcloud.com slash the big brother jake podcast you can go to itunes google play spotify tune in all of those outlets keyword search the big brother jake podcast and you'll find all those archived episodes you know even ones with Stephen a smith uh amy van dyken olympic gold winner um we also have james washington used to play for the dallas cowboys Afro, all flows reach out. One of my favorite hip hop artists that's up and coming. He did an episode, two episodes ago, you know, and and he was on the Tonight Show. He's been in movies. So, yes, we're doing a little thing, you know, a little something, something here on the Big Brother Jake podcast. And next week, we will premiere a hip hop legend that hit me up personally and asked to play his joint. So, that gives that away. And speaking of legends, I don't get fanboyed out too too much. I I'm fortunate enough I meet a good ton of celebrities. Um, I was a little pumped to meet um, D Smoke, the winner of uh, Rhythm and Flow on Netflix. You know, good good humble cat from Inglewood. His album's out now. And you know, I met Martin Lawrence. What 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 was that? I dropped something. More names. Yes, yes. Oldest joke in the book. But yesterday, I had the pleasure of meeting one of my favorite MCs of all time, MC Light. Now, I will say this. Yes, I, I posted pictures yesterday, and I'll, I'll post them on the Big Brother Jake podcast um, 
Instagram account and Facebook account and Twitter account as well. But it was an honor. And thanks to T.I., um, we both work at Podcast One. You see, how I made it sound like he's my coworker and stuff. But, <laughs> but he has a, a podcast called Expeditiously, and you can go to podcastone.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all those great outlets um, and find the show. And uh, that episode he did with MC Light, I got to hear it firsthand, so it was pretty dope. But uh, And I got my picture with him. You know, I, I try to be professional, but look, when MC Light, one of the icons of hip-hop comes through the door. All bets are off. And I told my boss, I said, I know I'm usually professional and we have a lot of people come through these doors. But today, yeah, that's not happening. That's a hip-hop icon. She's like, I get it. She's like, I'm going to try and get my picture. <laughs> so, like, a lot of us were fighting to get our picture with MC Light. And uh, just sitting there and, and hearing her out and listening to her talk and talk about hip-hop and how she came up in the game and and all the people she likes now. I don't want to give give away, you know, T.I.'s episode, but listening and watching her, I wasn't like, oh, my God, that's MC Light. I felt the same way when I met Spinderella at the Clipper game. Um, Spinderella is just one of my favorite DJs of all time, you know, salt and pepper You know, she did all that. Really wish they didn't have a falling out. I wish they'd get back together and make things right. Because it's just weird without her there. But anyways, I have this thing, and I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. I had somebody hit me up after I posted both the pictures with T.I. and then the picture with uh, MC Light. And (laughs) somebody called me a star chaser. I was like, damn, for real? I said, here's the problem with social media and i always go back to social media every like every fourth or fifth episode because i love social media but people will find a way to take away your joy (laughs) oh wait like that one podcaster that hates valentine's day oh my gosh that guy too there's a joy killer there if you know who that is hit me up the big brother jake podcast at (laughs) gmail.com All right, I'm I'm the Grinch. I know that. I'm I'm the Grinch, but uh sorry, I'm adjusting my microphone. We're we're rough rocking and raw, yo. But he was like, yo, seriously, man, like you always posting pictures of celebrities, like you act like you know them. I said, I never once claimed to be friends with any of them. I know celebrities. I'm friends with a couple. But I don't go around and flexing like I know all these people. No, it's just a moment in time. And in the business, we call it a grab and a grin. Grab and grin pictures. Like, hey, you got a minute? You mind if I take a picture with you? You mind if we flick it up? Yeah, no problem. Boom. They'll, they'll, do, the, they'll do the little picture for me. And they're on their way. And they'll never meet with me ever again in life. Well, maybe T.I. because, you know, he's in the building. Does his podcast at my job. So, whatever. But damn, man. Like, I get it. You know, we we extra flex on on social media and whatever. But learning from being the Valentine's Day Grinch, I guess it comes back full, you know, tenfold. That <laughs> the problem is there's a lot of Grinches out there because they're not happy with what the, what's going on with them. I'm not happy with the industry part of Valentine's Day. I think it's awesome to be in love. Because I did clarify that in the third segment of my last podcast. Check it out. SoundCloud.com slash the Big Brother Jake Podcast. I clarified it. And I even said 
I even said, I wish everybody could find love at least once. Even if it ended bad, at one time you were in love. Somebody always wants to kill your joy. Buzzkill. Or as my man Robert Guerra says, Buzz Killington. <laughs> There's a couple Buzz Killingtons out there. So, I don't do it for anything other than I'm sharing a piece of my life with the public. It's just a little piece of me. That's not who I am. I'm not a star chaser. I'm not somebody that's in awe of celebrity because I'm around it. Been around it for 21 years going on, 21 years in April. So I'm not phased by certain people. I've met celebrities you think are great that are assholes. And I've met celebrities you think are really big assholes that are great. It's facts. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it confused. Why can't we just be happy for people? We can't. We just can't. You know, people are like, oh, you go on your podcast and you talk all this and that. You're not about that life. Man, if I mention it, I've lived it. Or I'm living it. I'm a single dad of three daughters. I know how I have to behave. I'm not reckless. I may say some crazy things on here, but anything I say on my podcast, on social media, or to your face, I'm going to back all of it up. So to a couple of my friends that said I'm a star chaser, man, y'all kiss my ass because I'm not. And I've told him in person to kiss my ass, not hiding behind a microphone or a keyboard. So let people live, man. Let people post their pictures. Let people do what they do. If it makes them happy, man, leave them alone. Stay in your own lane and stay out of people's business. My goodness. (laughs) But yeah, so I was really happy and I get those opportunities. And if it's somebody I admire, I want to get a picture with them to remember the day, remember the moment. Don't let anybody hate on that. Don't let them be mad. Because what's what's the phrase, y'all? Say with me. Oh, you're mad? Here's a cape. Now you're super mad. Boom. I'll be here all week. Try to veal. Anyways. All right. We're going to land this plane right now. Uh, I want to thank y'all for tuning in to the Big Brother Jake podcast. It's been a lot of fun doing this episode. It's been a lot of fun just recapping and reflecting and, you know, If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I could admit that now. Absolutely. So, again, next week we'll have our independent music spotlight where we will premiere a brand new song from a hip-hop legend. I'm not overselling this, I promise. Some people be like, man, he ain't no legend. But I guarantee you've danced to to his music. The independent music spotlight and whatever the hell else is going on, we'll discuss it. So, until then, I'm going to say to y'all, be safe out there, love one another. And hold on. Wait for it. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast.